What up, Blurds and Nerds? It's the Blurred Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. And we actually um, got to see a couple of movies over the last couple of weeks. So that's where we're going to start. Um, we got to see the new Scream movie, which at first, well, hell, both of the movies that we saw, I didn't really think that I would like it, should see it, but I was pleasantly surprised with the Scream movie. However, I don't know if I appreciate the the false advertising. Like, so they, you know, package this as Scream. And kind of like, not to give too much away, but if you saw the previews, you saw. Hold on a second. Spoilers. No, it's not spoilers. I'm not. Spoilers. I'm only gonna say that it looks like the they had a scene. You're only gonna like say the beginning I'm going to talk about the actual of the scream one. I'm going to spoil the shit. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. So they had a scene. They had a lot of um, scenes to pay homage to scenes and and things and Ooh, references. I just thought about something. It was like the Coming to America 2 movie where they tried to redo all the No, it really wasn't because this is Scream 5. So, but it was a whole bunch of callbacks. Just it like was callbacks. It was callbacks, but there's callbacks in every Scream movie. And basically, this is Scream 5. They packaged it as Scream because they felt that, like, the younger crowd wouldn't see it if it had Scream 5. And that the older crowd wouldn't see it because it's like, oh, y'all are still doing these. The thing is, it's like Fast and the Furious, right? Like, they keep the name, the number in the title. And that's okay to me. At least let me know where we are. Because just trying to make them call the movie Scream, but then basically it's a continuation. That's basically the only thing I had a problem with, but it was a problem. Because it was just weird. You didn't have to package it that way because people who like Scream are going to go see it. That's it. They didn't want to call it Scream 5. That's a bad title. Okay, so call it Scream? Again? So call it Scream again then. That would have made more sense. I'll scream some more. Something like that. That would have made way more sense than what they did. Again, because I thought they were rebooting the whole thing, but it was basically somebody's well, kid. You didn't really watch the uh, the trailers, so that's probably why. You no, I did. I did watch the trailer. That's what I just got through talking about the trailer and how... They called back to the Drew Drew Barrymore, but right? I'm saying, was that Drew Barrymore? Oh, in that so first you thing? thought that because the trailer did that? It yeah, was because it was the girl alone in the house getting the call and the thing so, that they were rebooting it. I can see how you would think that's a reboot instead of a whole new. Until they get into the movie and you see, oh no, this is current time. This is the kids, they never the showed, next generations. They never showed Nev Campbell. Winsboro. They never showed Nev Campbell in them in the in the in the um in the preview. Tr- yes. in the preview? Yeah. But okay, I never paid attention to the preview. Um, I feel like Dewey was in the trailer. All of them were. 
So I wasn't surprised to see any of them. But I just, why was that the beginning of the trailer had you thinking that? That's all. Okay. Um, it was kind of cool because it was a movie within a movie again. Um, they had the rules and, and, and the rules to the sequels and, and everything like that. Um, they brought up some new rules. <laughs> And so that was good. I, I like the movie overall. So what do you have? You you want to give spoilers? I wasn't gonna do that. But the movie's been out long enough. It's been like I mean, I ain't give a month, three I, weeks. I don't have to give spoilers. The movie was cool. It was good. Uh, it was the, the typical jump horror uh, suspense. Try to make you jump and yeah, cover your eyes and all that. And try to figure out who the killer on. is, which we both figured, figured that out. out. As soon as the movie started. But, you know, it was cool. Um, decent plot. You know, some people died and I was like, why the fuck are they killing them? And then some people that didn't die and I was like, why is this motherfucker not dead? But, <laughs> but then you figure out why that person it was, isn't dead. It was one Those death, people. It was one death that once they explained it, it was like, that was not humanly possible, I don't think. But, you know, it, right. I tried to rationalize Logistically. it. Logistically. And going back to it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't think that's going to work that way. But, you know. And I think that's where the screen movies kind of fell off because it started being too logistically weird. Like, it had to be two killers. It had to be more than, you know, two people. Like, a person being in two places at one time for the shit to even work. Scream was good. It has, uh, I would say, a low rewatch value. I would rewatch it. You would rewatch it? Well, like, maybe okay. a few months from now. I would say it has a low rewatch value. I would watch, yeah, so... I would rewatch it. Just see I what forgot. I missed. Yeah, see what I missed too. You know how it so, goes. Just to run to go rewatch it again? No. Nah, it was cool though. It wasn't a bad movie. Like some people think, you got to reinvent the wheel every time you make a movie. So yeah, no, it wasn't a bad movie. It had a pretty good script. The actors did a good job with what the, with the script they were given. It kept me engaged. Um, so. I wasn't scared because I don't really get scared that easy in movies anymore. Oh. So. What did you think about the um, Ghostface? Like, how did you like Ghostface? How does oh. Ghostface measure up to you? Like, I mean, I know he's not scary. You're just trying to figure out who's under the mask. But the kills, were the kills up to par? Oh, were that they... one kill in the house with the guy? And his mom. Oh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. The, the it could have been more creative. The second though. kill was cool because. And I want to say. Who that was the was second call, kill? I want to say that was a callback, too, because, you know, the, uh, spoiler alert. Okay, so when the mama got killed out in the front porch, mm-hmm. the boy. Yeah, no one's going to know if they didn't Every see time it. he opened and closed something. Oh, yeah, that he was just awesome. Knew that that was going to be the moment and it's like those scenes were great oh okay well maybe they're not going to kill this motherfucker and then it was like oh shit they killed this motherfucker yeah that was cool because you thought it was going to be one or the other and they ended up killing both so it was like okay especially was- since his name was Wes which was actually an homage to Wes Craven yeah so that was cool and then the twins mm-hmm. you know them not dying was pretty interesting I thought they was gone. I thought, especially the brother. I just knew he was. That's Cuba Gooding's son. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Cuba Gooding's so, son. Made his way into the movies. All in all, the movie was cool. 
I, I I liked it. I could rewatch it if it came out on DVD. When it comes out on DVD or HBO Max or whatever it's going to come out on. I could because I have questions. Again, logistically, you know, Ghostface is usually a non-superhuman person. This person is not somebody who is has superhuman strength. They're just crazy. You know, it's not even like they're Michael Myers or something. You know, they're just crazy. They just have a dumb reason why they want to do whatever they want to do, which I won't even reveal. But it's like when you see who it is, it's like so. And then you think about the kill scenes, you're like, so how did that person do that? Explain. This, you know, people weighing under under 6'5 and under 250, <laughs> you're like, how did you pull that off? How are you so strong? Yeah. That. That's the only thing about the Scream movies. And then, to me, when they introduce guns into the Scream movies, I feel like the element of... They seem out of place. They seem out of place. They actually don't give any more, you know, you're not scared anymore because there's a gun involved. Again, Michael Myers, you shoot him, nothing's going to happen. Anything you do to him, he's going to get up. He's not dead. You can kill a ghost face. You you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why... It, that's the one interesting thing about the movies. There's never a time where they go on to the next. True. You know what I'm saying? So you know how Jason franchise, there was always a thing that happened that stopped him mm-hmm. temporarily. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, maybe two days, maybe in a week, maybe he gets struck by lightning, but he gets up mm-hmm. eventually and comes back. So that's the one thing about the screen movies is that it's kind of like Scooby-Doo because, you know, you unmask the killer eventually and they don't get to live on. Now, the twist is they one of the killers lived on, but not with somebody who was a murderer. Which one? The daughter. She wasn't a murderer, though. That's what I said. She lived on. So there was a legacy of one of the killers, but not necessarily. Yeah, I think that uh, Matthew Lillard character going to have a legacy. Yeah, I think Matthew Lillard, they're, if they're going to do something else with the franchise, that's what they're going to do. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The reasoning behind this movie was stupid. Yeah, like the the reason why they killed it was... The, it's always dumb, though. Isn't it always? Yeah, that's... It never makes it sense. It didn't make no sense whatsoever. I'm going to try really, really hard not just like spoil the plot. So, I, in one regard, it made sense, but they was doing too much. Yeah, like, always. It, like, I, I get you were mad because your favorite little thing was like ruined in your eyes, and this was some weird way you decided to try to fix it, but man, that shit was stupid. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's it's always kind of anticlimactic. The fan, reveal it made fanboys and girls look really, really fucking stupid, and like you motherfuckers need to get life. Well, you know what? I kind of it was a lazy choice. 
You know, because that's always the lazy choice. But it's realistic because you have people in this world who really think like that and want to recreate some shit in some infamy. Where somebody loved something that much and did that because of it. They thought it was being Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to do my Googles. I'm pretty sure. I like the cast. Um, cast is cool. Yeah. It, there's one person in the cast that I found um, very, very... It was hilarious yet refreshing because they made reference to one of my favorite movies, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Okay. And they actually, you know, without giving it away... If you've seen that movie, you will know when you see that scene, there's a callback. So they did do a little more. Oh, and I did like how they paid homage to the, uh, what did they call the genre of horror? Um, not suspense horror. It, um, like intelligent horror, like the Babadook. And, and, and that was kind of the theme of this one. It wasn't about slasher more than it was about like actual I forgot the name but it was something like um something like that those type of movies where it's more than just a slasher Slender Man stuff like that uh, It Follows movies like that where it is scary oh and they actually gave Jordan Peele some love too and I thought that was cool because you know he's newly in the genre but always always makes a great mark so I, I, I'm a horror nerd, so I was happy with that. Like, I was engaged when it came to those type of things. I mean, honestly, do you really need a plot in a horror movie? You know, my one of my favorite movies is uh, uh, the original, original OG um, Halloween in 1978, and there was no... There's no plot, really. Like, there's nothing. They gave you a little bit. Oh, his sister didn't take him trick-or-treating, so he wilded out on everybody. And then he grew up and came back and wilded out some more. It, was, it wasn't it was any intricate plot. We didn't need that. Mm. So uh, why do we need it when it's a regular human killer? I mean, why do people do what they do? They're always doing crazy shit. That's all. They only look into that because people want, for that very reason, because we want to know the why. Why did this person snap all of a sudden yeah. and start killing people? Yeah. and But we never get the why. As a person who is a connoisseur of real true crime, like, you know, mystery and, and podcasts, we never get the why. I think the why is just disappointing. Yeah, yeah. when you actually get the why, like when the person been in jail for 40 years and gets to grow old after killing people, and they tell you why, it is the lamest shit ever. Because they're the lamest humans ever. That's it. So, I mean, I don't know what I thought, but it was good. Like... I tried to go in with an open mind. I'm trying to do that. And it was something to watch. So, you know. But we recently, like last night, saw Batman, the new Batman. The Batman. 
The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Um, he was a very good Batman. I would give him top tier. So there's the Christian Bale. There's probably him. The only thing that I'm finding interesting in my Batman watching now is that if somebody's a good Batman, they're not a maybe that good of a Bruce Wayne. Now, Christian Bale, to me, embodied Bruce Wayne because I remember him being an American psycho. So, like that whole straight-laced millionaire boy stuff, it was like perfect for him to be Bruce Wayne, but also he was tough enough to be Batman. So, that's why he worked. Robert Pattinson was a good Batman, and... A decent Bruce Wayne. I mean, he brought out different emotions in Bruce Wayne that we never really see. Bruce Wayne is really brooding, but you don't know how sad he is. And I feel like this Batman was kind of the sad Batman. But not in a bad way. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool how they made it like a, a murder mystery kind of dark... Noir kind of. All DC is done. I feel like. So if I'm going to give my honest assessment, I'm mocking people. I feel like we got to see Robert Pattinson as Batman. We didn't really get to see him as Bruce Wayne. That's not true. He was Bruce Wayne for half the movie. I feel like. Okay. Brother Ruben. Feel like we got to see a great amount of Robert Pattinson as the Batman, but not so much Bruce Wayne. I mean, Bruce Wayne is Batman, but <laughs> they're the same person. You know, outside of you know a few hospital scenes and him on his motorcycle, like the emo. I guess because he wasn't the flamboyant Bruce Wayne that we used to. He wasn't the Playboy Tony Stark kind of. Ah, oh, okay. That we used to, you didn't really see, like, who was he as Bruce Wayne? Like, there was no, we knew who he was trying to be as the Batman, Vengeance. Yeah. But who Which was, I didn't. But who was he as Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne. Like, like he wasn't a, a philanthropist. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't party. doing anything. So he was just a reclusive as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, which makes a, more sense. But he was an ass kicker as the Batman. But that makes way more sense than him being all... So let me get this straight. So you're going to tell me somebody who has a mask and comes out in the dark is very, like, on front street? But That's I, not I mean, going to be the person realistic. I mean, the character kind of <laughs> alluded to the fact that people get it mistaken. The person that you see walking around every day... It's not the real person. The person in the mask is the real person. Yeah. So they kind of try to address it in a slick way. Yeah. But you know, I, you know, hey, three hours. The movie was good. Three hours. Really too many hoes in it outside of somebody says that like kissing scenes and shit was unnecessary. But I did because yeah. it's like three hours. So let's edit it down a little bit more. Chop it, chop it, chop it. Why are these movies like so? If you're gonna make three hour movies, people. Have an intermission. 
intermission. Like, it's a scene in the movie that means nothing, that ties to nothing, that we can all be like, okay, cool, I can go to the restroom. Oh, well. oh yeah, it was called Elevated Horror. I think I said something to that effect, but yeah. For the, for the Jordan Peele style. So yeah. But, you know, supposed to get you thinking. But, and it's, type, it's like socially woke well don't say woke people so the woke movement got jacked like five six years ago and now being woke is a bad thing okay. not to get off subject but it like that's sad because it was about an awakening it was about waking up from the matrix now people use it so that they can fucking still be assholes so somebody's woke if you don't need to be like homophobic or trans, you know, xenophobic or something, then you, you know, you're woke. It's I, stupid as fuck. I think you woke because you just said xenophobic. What the fuck is that? Um, you don't know what xenophobia is? Yeah, Look it up. Nobody listening knows it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Except they're nerds, they are. No, they got shit to do with nerdetry. Nerdetry? Oh, yeah, that's a word that we're going to use. Dislike or prejudice against people of other countries. I just wanted to give you the real definition. So, like, when people say, oh, don't talk shit about put your country here, then they say that's xenophobic. To be like, oh, America this, but then everybody else. So, I thought it was interesting that... uh Oh, he just gonna change. They the put all that makeup on Colin Farrell to play the penguin. Yeah, that was crazy. It's not like Jared Leto in uh, Gucci movies. Right, House of Gucci. So you can still kind of tell that was him, but I did not know that was fucking. I Colin never Farrell. I see. It. You want to know why? Because they made his eyes like deep into his face, so like they totally got rid of his whole face. He was probably sitting in makeup for a good four yeah, hours. But, you know, it was done. I think it was done good. It was shot beautifully. Two I like those shots. My only my only issue with it is I have an issue with myself. Oh. I have to stop watching these movies and trying to figure this shit out. Cause uh, we I, figured it out. Exactly. So I need to stop doing it. Just like with Scream. Two seconds into the movie, I already knew who the two killers were. Yeah, it took one uh, hospital no, scene I knew. I got it right. Hospital scene. And then it tried to make me question myself. But I knew. But I did not waver. hospital scene. The house. I was Back like, to the nah, house. Them, them the killers. Yeah. So then we watching the Batman, and I'm just like, okay, the Riddler's just trying to do X. Yeah. And then when X happened, I was like, I told oh, you. Oh, we're done. Who's next? Do. What are we doing? I was like, I knew that's what he was And then to. it was like, no. But I, again, <laughs> that didn't, that don't take away from the movie. That just, I need to stop doing it. I just need to watch the movie and stop trying to figure out the plot. Well, bro, just to be honest here, Brother Rue will be sitting and watching a fucking movie and he will go read the goddamn synopsis. You're going to get the fucking plot and possibly the ending by doing that. I don't like people who cheat like that. He does that shit. So he so, read. So we we're watching Yellowstone. So, we can no, we can oh, go to Yellowstone. I, wait, I'm gonna let you go ahead. We can go to Yellowstone. I'm gonna let you get off, and then I'm gonna correct you go because ahead. he read ahead like a jackass. Okay, 
and then found out something that he didn't need to know for like four or five episodes. So then I was forced to guess and I figured it out. But it's like, why are you reading ahead? He talks shit about the people who spoil power. But if you're going to read ahead, then you're no better than those people. Oh, so you don't have anything to say. We're quiet. Oh, I was letting you finish. No, I'm done. I'm finished. So, this shit happened twice in our whole life. No. We've been together since 1997. That's not true, Dave. This shit has happened twice. He reads ahead. You know, the first time this shit happened, we was watching a movie. And I want to say it was Knives Out. Was it Knives Mm -hmm. Out? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Was it Knives Out? Yep. So, it was Knives Out. The like movie. who would want to know the oh, who the killer? Nope. It's that's nope. the whole point of the movie. Are, are you done? Go ahead. Let me let me know because you know I'm you don't want to be surprised. So you ready? Millennial. You go good? on. Go. So anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted, we was watching Knives Out. She was kind of stupid to me because I was like, did these niggas make a deal with the devil or not? And so in my annoyance, well, why not just watch the fucking it? movie? I looked at the goddamn Wikipedia and it had the plot on there. Of course, Wikipedia is going to have everything. And I read it. Who has time? Once. I've never done that shit since. I've done it that one time, but she swears to God that because I can figure out a movie, that that's what I'm doing. That's not, no, no. That's not the fucking case. No. Two. Because usually you like to watch predictable shit. So you can't take it when there's something different going on. Let me finish. Thank you. So then we was watching Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Minding my business. The way they was talking in the show, I thought I missed something. I thought that they had already so talked about re-watch the episode that was happening. While reading. We were in season two already and I didn't feel like going all the way back through season one so I was like let me go look and see what this person did to make these people not like them mm. and I found out the answer <laughs> was going to be revealed in season three but they told you what the answer was and that it was revealed in season three hilarious I like, fuck I just needed to be patient yeah twice people that is two fucking times that this happened he probably read the, the plot to scream when we, before we went God, in the movie that I go read plot. Like, it's the person that, like, you do something and it was like, oh, you always do that. No ass white. Yeah, you do. I don't always do it. It happened that one time. Mm. One time. You said two. So is it one or two? One time for a movie Mm -hmm. and one time for a series. So it doesn't matter. That was it. I'm not separating series from movie. Okay, so it happened twice. You read ahead. Twice. That was it. Never have it ever happened again. Let that shit go. I won't because this is, anyway, you do it. I see him on his phone, y'all. He's on his phone typing and looking at plots and Wikipedia and acting like he figured playing, it out himself. I'm on my phone playing uh, these little games on my little work phone. That is it. Hmm. That's all. Not looking for the plot. Well, hopefully not. Anyway, Yellowstone is fucking awesome. It's amazing. Y'all see me Do not tell anybody, but we want a ranch. But the shit is good. Yeah, we want a ranch. What you mean, don't tell anybody we want a ranch? We, no, I'm saying don't tell anybody the story. But we want a ranch. 
Dude, and that's you know all you need to know. Yellowstone is. But why? Look, nobody spoiled it for us, so why spoil it for somebody? Because we are recording an episode that says spoilers. No, we're not. Not that we're going to spoil Yellowstone. Go watch it. Spoilers. Because we're not done, so go watch it. I don't want anybody to spoil it for me. Somebody's listening to this, and I say spoilers. (laughs) And then they keep listening. That's that. Well, something that everybody should have seen by now. We went to see Hamilton live here in Houston. And uh, I liked it. I was scared. I'm going to be honest. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's not going to be the same cast. Will it have the same vibe? I was pleasantly surprised. The casting choices, I was like, oh, he's playing him. He's playing. Oh. But it was good. I liked it. I got, um, yeah, it was good to hear it now. The only complaint I have slash I thought maybe this, it would be a little different seeing it live. See, when we watch it at home, it's hella loud. It's surround sound. It's loud. But when we were at the theater, it wasn't that loud. So I didn't feel like I could sing along because it wasn't loud enough to drown out my singing. I could have took a mic from one of them people and just went ahead for it. I was singing along. I don't know what she talking about. I, I wasn't sing singing loud. Much, but I was singing along. Yeah, I wanted to get a stand up by my seat and sing. If I would know now, I would have sat at the balcony where I could have done that. But you went to audition? I should have. I was thinking about that while it was going on that I literally should have auditioned. I don't know for who, Angelica? Yeah. I can't sing like that lady. So I maybe I can't sing like Peggy. When Peggy is uh oh, saying no to this. Yeah. I I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. The company was really good too. The like the company. bullet. The company yeah, she job. was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, did you have any um parts that were your favorite? Wait, did you so your favorite song is Wait for it? How did he do? He did better than Usher. Yeah, he did. Usher, I was like, what are you doing? What have you done? I liked it, don't it? So, I'm not going to be negative. I liked it. Yeah. There was two characters that they could have kept, but they wasn't that big char- They wasn't that big of characters. Who? The dude on Farmer's Refute. Oh, yeah. He wasn't a big character. But he was, isn't he also on the General Wee? No, he's not. No, they used a different Charles Lee, and he was garbage, too. That yeah. Was I was like, what? Oh, man. Yeah, some of the moments needed to stay the same. I like the way they kind of branched off and did different things for different moments. But it was some but moments like I'm a general. Look Wait, back, come on! But it's like different moments. Like, look at the bit. Look back at the Bill of Rights, which I wrote. Which I wrote. He ain't put. You know, he, he didn't put all that sauce on that. Yeah. I was like, come on, y'all. So, um, no, he, he did... Uh, In the room where it happens was really good, though, to see live. So, they, they did good on most everything. Now, uh, the guy playing Thomas Jefferson kind of kind of messed up uh, the battles to me because he couldn't really catch the vibe of 
of the rap. Mm-hmm. He could sing his ass off. Yeah, he, he could sing. A, he wasn't a rapper. You can tell so. he's a trained Broadway singer. Yeah, but he could Which, he that's not what the, this is. He yeah. was like, I don't know. Like, it's like, how can you be off-key rapping? I mean, I guess it's possible. But he was a singer that, he, man, he just... But it is hard because in the Hamilton play, there's a lot of vowels. Like, if you notice, that's a lot of wordplay. That's a lot for your mouth to move and enunciate. I thought... Like, this is it, this is it, this is it. That, that was hard. But he slowed it down because he couldn't do it. And I'm like, oh, no. He sounded like Channing Tatum. Why do you keep saying that? He sounded like Channing Tatum to me. Why? So Channing Tatum is an actor. This dude sounded like Channing Tatum. He sounded like that. Channing Tatum. The dude from uh, the Step Up movie? Yep. Okay. It was I awesome. don't get it. I it don't see good. it. It was crazy because uh, when they get the scene when, when the son dies in the gun battle. Yeah. And the mama screams and the people on the side of me was all boohooing and shit. It was like, like little kids, yeah. And then it was a couple was of people nice. that I was just like, damn, y'all didn't see the Disney Plus version? They might have not. A lot of people didn't. Which is, oh my God, I can only imagine how it was for them if they didn't see it. It was amazing. Cause, yeah, because I'm just like, some of them, the way they was talking, I'm just like, y'all didn't see the Disney Plus version? I heard a couple of people, which was the original cast, in on Broadway, we were just blessed enough to see that a lot of people haven't seen it. Hmm. So, I um, possible. I don't know how you could have avoided it. We were in a lockdown. It, it made me want to. So. <laughs> this made me want to see Encanto, the other uh, cast. Oh, okay. Because I wish I could see the original cast most definitely. Mm-hmm. But there's three versions of the cast. We got to see the Angelica cast. Yeah. So. I, I wonder just, why they name them that way. Um, they named them after the sisters, I think. Oh, okay. I think. I think two sisters and then they, uh, no, we yeah, got two sisters, Angelica, Peggy, and then they got the Philip cast. Ah. Uh. But then they also have <laughs> the cast that's just for New York. Okay. So you got the New York cast, the Philip cast, and the, the Angelica tour, yeah, cast, those are the touring and then cast. the Peggy cast. So, and of course you got the cast for London, Australia, and Germany. Yeah, because they don't travel. Oh, they just travel the in those countries. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, I thought our cast did good. Yeah, I thought our cast did real good. It was a nice the day chick, in the, at the theater, the actually. The chick that, uh... The chick that did uh, Eliza sounded just like the girl from uh, from the Disney Plus. The She's dude, in, she, yeah, she was good. The dude doing Aaron Burr was better to me because he could actually sing than Lin Manuel. So his version. No, you mean Hamilton? Of Hamilton, I'm sorry. Yeah. The Burr was decent, but I don't see anybody touching. Man, Leslie Odom is just phenomenal. I, I say I don't see nobody touching. The things girl. he can do with his voice is just crazy. Now I'll tell you what was funny to me. And I hope people don't take this the wrong way. If y'all do, I apologize. And no, also, no. Here we if, go. If, if, I don't hope people don't take this the wrong way. If you do, I apologize and also fuck So you. then, basically, you should just say it in a nice way. So the George Washington guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Nope, I, nope. How are you going to say it? I thought it was funny that... So he was gay. Oh, well, was no, no, no. We don't know if he was gay. 
We don't know. He was the lighter. He was flamboyant. He was like... He was sassy. Anyway. Spicy. That's a better word. So, I liked his version of George Washington. I personally Mm -hmm. liked his version of George Washington. No. I didn't like it better. No, I'm not saying I liked it better. I was about to say, because you know George Washington. That's my shit. I didn't say I liked it better. No, the dude that did the Disney Plus George he... I like. I'm saying I liked his. He can really sing because I found it funny. One, I was kind of nervous for him. Well, I was nervous because of you know yeah. the crowd seeing him and thinking, oh, we gotta, you know. No, but it's theater but then, it again. Was funny because there were certain parts where the sassiness worked, mm-hmm. but then him also trying to man up in his voice and shit. And I was like, man, this is fucking hilarious. So, but actually, it started hilarious. working. I feel like once they got to the cabinet meeting, oh no, there was one part when he had like, we're gonna have a recess. What he was trying to be? Yeah, that I'm, was funny. That's what I'm saying he that was shit, funny. That shit was hilarious. Was and even on one last time, he was so my favorite, the one from Disney, the original cast. He was more serious on one last time. Mm-hmm. But this uh, George Washington, he was like really letting loose to be like, that's what this is about. We're letting loose tonight. We're we're, we're hanging. I'm we're your peer. Yeah, um, you know, we're celebrating. Yeah. And I didn't get that from the Disney Plus one. It's like he was saying it and pouring a drink, but he was still very, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was stuff done. In this Hamilton, you know, you can also hear the emotion and the different variations in tone where sometime on the Disney Plus one, you might not catch it if you ain't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, The overall, Rewind was good. Hey, they pulled Rewind off. That was fucking That good. was amazing to see live. Just to dumb. see how they had to get back like they pulled to that, that point. Off. Yes. They pulled that shit off. I was... That was the part I was waiting on. Yeah. I was like, if they I was holding my breath. I'm like, they got to pull this shit off for me to consider them legit. Yeah. They pulled that shit off. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Um, don't, uh, let's see. All of my favorite. No, Burn, she did an amazing job. Again, that was something good to see live. Like, you were immersed in it. it whereas, of course, seeing it on TV, you're not. So. If and you haven't seen Hamilton in theater, I would suggest you do so. So the Eliza, if me, that's your thing, was on par. The the Peggy when she turned into the mistress, she could sing her ass off, but they let her let loose. Yeah. That's yeah. So it was it was it was great. Yeah, it was good to see a different cast. Like you know, you just think about it. They had been touring since twenty, I think fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. So, they would have been well tired of that by now. We weren't ever going to see that cast because we didn't know what Hamilton was until we saw it on Disney+. Plus. Well, I knew what it was, but I was like, I don't know about that. They ever pay those people enough money to come back. back. I don't give a fuck if them tickets is $500 I'm going to see. Well, you know, resale. They're going to be. I don't give a fuck what the resale is. I'm going to go. We're going to go see that. And we're going to make the boy come with us. Yeah. I wish I would have made my son come because that would have been a great experience. Yeah, I just think that theater itself is a great experience. 
The only question I have is, were they singing on backtracks or was there a band? Because I couldn't tell. No, it was a, it was a little, I think it was a mix because the dude was Because there was a the piano. He was, was doing, the piano was live. So if, I, if that was my, if I had to have a critique, he played Wait For It Too Fast to me. Huh. The tempo wasn't that fast and the singer had to catch it. Yeah, I can see that. So, the singer did a good job of catching it, but if you listen to the the music part of it, he was playing it kind of fast. Yeah, because that's the song you have to build out, so, and the band is going to be loud, so you have to be over the band. So, you could tell the parts where it was from the Disney yeah, like playback. Uh, from the from the Like my shot. I feel like all that stuff was from Yeah, you could tell it was from the soundtrack. And then you could kinda tell, you know, either he was playing it on the thing too fast or the playback was sped up a little too tempo was a little too fast. Yeah. But at some point, that's why I feel like he was kind of playing it because at some point you could hear it and see well, dear, that he dear, started that was catching you. up to it. Yeah, nah, but Dear the Adelji was went off without a hit. Yeah, but it was it's mostly a yeah. It's all instruments so that like they probably he, had yeah, there, like, like the violin, the yeah, I feel play like they piano because they pointed to him and did the yeah, little, so it was great. I enjoyed it. It was good. Like they kept it moving. Good show. Started on time, you know. It was good. If you get an opportunity, go see Hamilton. Yeah. The shit was amazing. Which my brother keeps referring to as mama put the grits on the stove. I'm like, no, honey, we went to the theater. I have nothing. Theater. We went to the theater. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, it was our Valentine's Day gift, which thank you, babe. That was a great gift. I was actually crying. Because I was watching it, so it was good. Well, I'm happy you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good to see. Okay, now. We have been, you know, I don't have a segue for this, but I just know that one of my favorite shows is not on the streaming, the YouTubes anymore. And it's because... Of some BS in my opinion. So we are finally catching up to the E! True Hollywood story. Thank God for the internet and you know how fast things move. You, This would took 20 years to finally coax it out of them had we not been in internet times. But Fred Taylor and uh, what's his name? Channing Crowder. And why they really left has finally come out. And I gotta say, the actual real reason. I called it. You did call it. I think I called it. You did? I think so. We gotta listen back. I called it, but I don't know if I said it on the show or not. I think you did. When we initially talked about the breakup, Mm -hmm. there was a speculation. Unless you read ahead. Jesus Christ. Who knows? So. Sorry, I had to get that one in there. But Steve Urkel. So, yeah, because that was a good one. Keith Harding told me that joke. Anyway, so I don't appreciate how it went down because apparently, 
this thing started kind of like our thing started. Two people mutually saying, hey, let's, people like what we have to say. Let's record something. Let's put something on wax, if you will. We're having fun. Okay. So, the difference is, you know, we are a husband and wife, so it is a little different. But if these people were really your friends, then I feel like it should have gone better. Like, the show... So, everything that is great happens organically, right? Now, usually business sets in and then things start being fucked up. And that's exactly what happens. So, again... It was pandemic. Hey, you bored? You want to come over? Let's record something. Let's start a podcast. Now, me following Brandon Marshall the way I do, I knew that that's what his vision was because he talked about it before, like a couple years ago, right? So I guess they don't listen to him and shit that he said went in one ear and out the other. And it's like, Read the room. So, apparently, there was no contract signed. But then, of course, because most of them are famous football players talking about real shit on YouTube, people this shit took off before they could catch it. And people's feelings got hurt. But, okay, so I feel like the one person that was footing the bill, which was Brandon Marshall, was... He put it was his house they was at while they was trying to be petty talking about don't nobody want she don't want us at the house yeah because my if my I would feel that way too if my husband wasn't putting up everything funding everything feeding y'all got his chef coming to cook for y'all and all y'all doing is coming and give y'all two pennies about whatever we're talking about and I'm doing the research getting the guests and you just sitting here. And you think you're a Hall of Fame running back, then, like, and that's enough. Like, I just don't appreciate that. Like, that business should have been done way better. It's like, so you're complaining about being the talent all while that's all you were doing was being the talent. What you have to do is know your lane. Me and Brother Rue know our lane in our podcast, right? So there's never going to, hopefully... Gonna be a time when he Fred Taylors me. I ask him all the time, are you gonna Fred Taylor me? I'm turning into a verb. Go off. I don't have anything else to say about it. I just don't like the fact that if the business was bad and they got mad that Brandon was signing contracts and getting stuff done. But again, so two weeks in, did you say, maybe we should get a contract, dude. Maybe we should... You know, if this thing takes off and we get sponsorships again, did y'all not know how a podcast works? Maybe they should teach a class about podcasts. I don't know. There are classes on how to start a podcast. It's a business, too. Hmm. And everybody knows that. We understand that it's a business. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Who were the, uh, who were the original members of Iron Apple? I don't know. I don't know. Who was it? Brandon Marshall. The star. Go on. Fred Taylor. Mm-hmm. Channing Crowder. Okay. And Reggie Wayne. But Ch- Chad's way better. So, anyway, 
what I I just found it interesting as I originally tried to do, you know, kind of look into it. They never actually said why Reggie Wayne left. Mm. So why did he leave? Do you know? They never actually said why Reggie Wayne left. But that maybe it was because they weren't willing to sign contracts. And so then Reggie Wayne is not on the show anymore, and Chad Thompson is on the show. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things where it's like, huh? Reggie Wayne must have saw, okay, this thing might become something. And if I'm not going to be compensated the way I want to be compensated, I'm not going to continue with it. Smart business decision in his regard. Because my problem with what Red, what uh, Channing Crowder, well, with what Fred Taylor said, and, you know, Channing kind of backed him on it, is Brandon has House of Athletes. Mm-hmm. He also, when he started doing the podcast with them, it's called I Am Athlete. Right. Why would he give them a percentage of that? Uh, but also, if you didn't want it to be named that, then you should have said, hey, if I'm going to be on here, we're going to pick a neutral name, we're going to be Switzerland, and it's going to be something that we all trademark so, under. that's my thing. Take, but didn't he go to some? He have res- some college, right? Take, that's my thing. Take responsibility for your part of it. Right. I lack the foresight to think that this was going to become something. And I was just happy to get out the house and decided to go ahead. He said that part, but then he went on but to bring Brandon. But time that's the, the business, I can't expect this man to give me a percentage of something he has already started building. Right. So I moved on. Not acting I like did it. he I did was it. bad with business. And he, he tried to screw to me out. Over. Yeah. And then Kumbaya with Terrell Owens just because some track meets with, between old niggas didn't take it. Didn't take place. Right. That's somehow in, uh, an indictment on his business acumen. Yes. Like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Nobody wants to see y'all race any goddamn way. Why? Yeah, what are y'all racing for again? So, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't my, like that. It seems like they are is, anti. Y'all trying to make Brandon the enemy, and I and, and to a certain extent, Ron Clark is probably sitting here like, damn, I don't already put money into this shit. Right. I'm just not going to say nothing. Right. But it's just like, and, and really, it's mostly, I could tell it's mostly Fred, because Fred was always the one getting pushed to the side. Yeah, but he doesn't because have anything vision, to say, and he says that to His show. vision of the show is increasingly different than everybody else's, even now on The Pivot. Yeah. He's the one that tries to pretend like he's serious and trying to... Uh, he's an OG. Boy, you play football in tights for 13 like, years. I, though I respect Go him down. as a running back and what he did in the NFL. I don't remember talks, him. You know, he says some good shit, but it's like, nigga, have fun mm-hmm. some goddamn time. The first time you decide to let loose on the show is because Marshawn Lynch was on there? Right. Yeah, so I didn't like that, say, that. What does that say to the rest of the guests you've ever mm-hmm. had on the show? Yes. And then they want to feel a certain way when Parsons was like, this is the real living legend when uh, yeah. uh, Michael Irvin Walking came in the room. room. You should have. You should have saw that nigga face. Well, I'm just like... Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's just like... I, I just think that that's something they should have just left to curiosity. Right. Don't answer the questions. Like, listen, that's a personal thing between us, and we handle it the way we see fit, and move on. Kind of like what Brandon's doing. Right. I hope that Brandon does ne- never feel the need to address them. 
Yeah, I because you at first you said Brandon should say something. Brandon doesn't have to explain himself. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, I don't I hope, think he should. I hope he doesn't address him. I hope he continues to do him and flourish because and they continue to do that. Let me because hit. But here's my problem of what it's turning into. It's a race to see who can get who to come on there. Now I do think like that, if Brian Flores was no, on. I, I don't think it's a race. I think that they each. Doing their own thing. No, it's a race because think about it. When they when they're booking people, Carl, if the pivot even has booking people, I don't know. Who have they booked? Um, that's the same besides Chad Johnson. And but Sarah that's Owens. my point. It's like the people, the guests feel like they have to choose. I'm that's sure. why I'm saying that. I'm pretty that. sure they don't. I'm pretty sure that. Pivot has a group of people that they connected with that they can get in touch with that they can. It's a small fraternity in the football world. The same little group, a different group of people that he can connect with. Sometimes they interchange and interlock, and sometimes they don't. It'd be interesting to find out who feels like they would have to choose at some point. But how do you decide if this person call you? Where you going? If if you were a football player. And Depends with, on what your relationship with that person was. So you don't think they get any incentive or anything to go on these shows? No, Some are. Show, I don't see either show paying anybody. Hmm. I'd be surprised to find out that they're getting paid to go on the pitch. Maybe a kickback. Because there's too many shows. You got Club Shay Shay. Yeah. You got fucking... Uh, Cam Newton got a show. Yeah. You got fucking the Bus Brothers or Bus Boys or Bussing It or whatever it was called. Huh. But Title of One and all these people. Like, it's too many podcasts to say. Even even when you go outside of what, you know, that that type of genre, when you got like. Uh, Ex famous people. You got. Uh, That's the genre. Joe Rogan and, you know, when yeah. you got they typically like sports and. You got Joe Rogan. I'm pretty sure he he covers sports. Mike Tyson. Like a lot of yeah. people have podcasts. I don't. I don't think that people are being paid to go on these. Podcasts. I didn't say money. I said incentivized. Maybe gifts. You get a nice gift basket with Iron Athlete hoodies and whatnot. I'm sure they can give people House of Athlete gear and shit, but I don't think that that would help them one way or the other. I, I really don't. Yeah, I mean, but I do feel like it's going to come to a head. So, with the whole T.O. thing, I got a vibe like maybe they asked T.O. to come on I'm Athlete, but because he didn't like Brandon and he's scared and don't want to fight him, that he didn't come on there. Because the way he was like, that's why I wanted to come on this show. It's like, wait, what, what are you even talking about, Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens. You got, how did you get he was scared to I I just don't like the dynamic that he brought. You don't have to bring up Brandon. I am athlete, and then I want to know why. Because I don't like how they so they brought his wife into it. You good with that? That's when I had a problem. Remember they had the whole little side conversation about who don't you didn't want it at. They didn't. Somebody's wife didn't want us at their house no more. So who the hell are you talking about? Because the only person house they was at was Brandon's. Gotcha. So that's not cool. The, why even bring that up? And I feel like they was trying to get Chad to come, because they would be like, "We called Chad. Chad's supposed to be coming. We Facetime Chad." Like, no, y'all trying to make it like. Well, Chad's on our side. No, no, no. Chad is still with I'm athlete. 
No, Chad was smart. He made it clear. I ain't got no beef with nobody. We doing our thing. Y'all doing our y'all thing. And there's no reason why we can't flourish in y'all. So I have a question. Which is why I don't think that they should ever have said what they said about about it. Trying to make it seem like Brandon was a bad businessman. And even if he was, people have problems with friends and business. But so now this is not your friend no more? Yeah, they made it seem like Like you've been to this man's house. You probably know his kids. And vice versa. I never got that vibe out of Brandon and Fred, but I always felt it with everybody. I always assumed it with everybody else, especially since Shannon wife is on I Am Woman and was prominent on I Am Woman. Mm-hmm. Fred. Yeah, I don't. You, know, his, you don't see his you know, significant other. You know, it was just him, and he was usually kind of quiet. Standoffish. But. I kind of, and then uh, I want to be a radio Shannon host, and was, I don't want to talk. Shannon I mean, a podcaster, and I want to talk. Shannon was, you know, doing was them two was traveling and shit when they did the little TMZ video about what's next for I'm athlete, and then you know he started doing the I am NASCAR and shit, even when Fred wasn't doing it. So I just was like, I'm I'm more shocked that Channing Crowder, especially with the real friends comment that he made, yeah. Because I would have thought that him and Brandon were Marsh was your goddamn teammate. Right. Fred Taylor was just a nigga in the city. Right. And I don't mean it like a nigga in the city. I mean, he was a prominent person on the football yeah, side of it. Yeah, I keep saying that. But it's like, you know. Yeah, I keep saying that. I would have thought your relationship would have been with Brandon. And not, even Ryan Clark said his relationship was with Brandon. So it's kind of weird. It's weird because either Brandon is a fuck nigga and nah. nobody just comes out and not rightly says it, or because he's six five two fifty. worried about it, so it's just like, but I mean, you know, who are we? I mean, it shouldn't matter to us. I just don't like it because I was a fan of the show. It's like your favorite band breaking up. But you wasn't a fan of the show because of anybody on the pivot. True. That's why I can do without the pivot. And I said it when and it's not even came on that goddamn show. I was like, man, he'd be good, excuse me, as a member of this cast, not thinking that, oh, shit, they're going to break up and he's going to... I know, that was weird. He came in there probably knowing already. A, nope, he probably was on there as a guest of Brandon Marshall. But I, it's... As a matter of fact, I think he said that Brandon Marshall was the reason why he... Because the ESPN relationship. Yeah. 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 So... I'm Again, it's like your favorite band breaking up. It's like the Dame Dash and Jay Z thing for me. It's just scary. I'm Team Jay. It's just scary to me. It's not scary to me, but it's like a red flag to me. Kind of, you know, it's like, damn, you know. Nobody's never outright just said anything negative about Brandon Marshall, but it's like. You started with the Reggie Wayne situation. Yeah, but Reggie Wayne was always a Channing, quiet person. But now Channing and, 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 and uh, Fred Lee. Now if Chad leave, then it's like, okay. Because he also had the stuff with like Michael Vick and stuff. And it's like. So what happened with Michael Vick? I, I am Athlete After Dark. I haven't seen the episode. I am Athlete Houston. Where are the episodes? So it's just, I am Athlete uh, Cal- LA. Yeah, it's like, so, you know, we'll see. Which I didn't really care for, like. Yeah, you didn't like Nick Young, but whatever. He's a weirdo. You just didn't like Nick Young. He's weird. He <laughs> every time I see him, I just think about that meme. So I'll say that right now, I like both shows. 
I don't, because I, I don't no get red, what I need. I ain't got no red flags up yet on B. Marsh. I think he's trying to do his thing and be, a, be an entrepreneur and a businessman and help the culture. But if it gets to the point where enough people start saying stuff, then I'm be like him and like how this Cardi B situation is. It's like, is that blogger chick speaking truth? And she trying to stop that. Oh, God forbid. Don't truth. say anything. She Because I just it's think like, it's crazy. I, I just think it's weird that she's focused on this one blogger. It's like it's a lot of bloggers out there saying stuff about Yeah, like there's a lot of scandalous bloggers. Yeah. Like everybody's like, yeah, get her Cardi and she shouldn't be talking about Cardi. It's like, but why is she focused on just her? And then where are we? So the internet is full of so is she gonna start suing people who tweet shit at her? Because yes, like saying. where are we going with this? So you just never been bullied. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, you like, swear you so hard. You can't take somebody saying words about you. A random person without a podcast can say something about you. Yeah, it's like it's weird that now we got defamation suits and stuff. Even uh, it's like what is it that this girl said about her that hit home? So much I don't know, and I don't care. Sue her, but not she's not gonna get, get her, her money. She's not gonna get like, her money. That's why. Dude. Because guess what? Just because you sue somebody. Doesn't mean you're gonna get and, and the then, money. And then my thing is what? Just do a cease and desist. And then my thing is what? Did this chick stop her from making money some kind of way? How would that money? matter? How would what she said matter about her making money? Because the people who like her don't care about anything that she do. They think that everything she do is right. Exactly. So, so like, I don't understand. Why is she so focused on this one blogger? Like she's the gold standard, and I'm like, okay, all right. Y'all got y'all got it. Yeah, all this stuff is just you know. I, I wish all parties the best. I watch both shows. I don't. I do I sometimes. Send my wife little snippets of the pivot. And I'm like, why are you sending me this? It, unless I say, hey, check out this one little part. And I'm like, why are you sending me this? Here's what I when I listen to a show like that. I don't want to hear about, like, Floyd Mayweather has a private jet. Okay, goals, goals. Okay, he pretty much can't fight in my eyes. And so, what? you know, I don't care Just to hear about his private jet. I'm not a fan of a toddler fighting and getting that much money to do it. No. If you are not over 250... And over six feet, I don't want to see your fight, and I don't understand why people are paying to see you fight. I got you. But that's not my business. You're being weird. Bro. I'm not gonna pay it. I'm not paying the money. You're being weird, bro. The dude can fight. Um. Okay. You're so, how many Floyd Mayweather fights did you want to buy and see? How many of those? What's his record? So, how many of those fifty fights have you seen? Boxing fan. Oh, okay. I haven't been a boxing fan since Roy Jones Jr. I am an MMA fan. So yeah, I'd rather MMA too. I don't even have to know who the people are. I'll I'll sit there not, and watch somebody I'm, break I'm somebody's at, arm. At best, I'm a casual boxing fan. Mm, I like I'm not even a casual. People boxing. getting knocked out and shit and all that sweet signs of bullshit. That ain't for me. I will fall asleep on that shit. That's Southpaw. Oh, he's a Southpaw. I don't care. I, nobody's bashing each other's face in. So. I didn't even know that. 
I don't, I don't care. Because I hear that and I'm like, what does that mean to me and my $50 that he's a Southpaw? 50? I thought it was like 100. 60, something like that. It's just crazy amounts of money. Yeah. To watch people just look at each other, hug, and dance. Dance around. But that's it. That's all. I did have one more question for you. I saw on Instagram, like, not too long ago, like, today, that best man holiday is supposedly one of the best black movies of all time. Would you agree with that? What? Best man holiday. I'm not going to put the person out there that said it, but I was just like. Do I know this person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta tell me who the fuck that was. Insta, it was on Instagram. It doesn't matter who it was. Do you agree with the comment or no, not? No, I think they're a fucking idiot. Friday, I think it would be before Best Man. Hell, the first Best Man is better than Best Man Holiday. Best Man Holiday is too extra. Like, they were just trying to lay it on too thick, trying to recreate the feelings from the first movie. So they were like, let's go. Over the top, but you been, didn't have to do that. That must have been a chick said that. No, shit. it was a dude. I'm not telling you who it is until we're done, but it was a dude. Wow. I'm related to the person, but I'm not gonna tell you what. Okay. Yeah, that nigga stupid. So that was a joke. Yeah. Um. So with that said, what is the best black movie of all time to you? Or oh, one of the best. He said one of the best. I wouldn't put that in my top ten. Oh shit! Nah, I don't fucking dude. I'd have to Friday. Sit, I'd have to sit there and think. Now nah, it wouldn't be Friday. Really? Friday's up there, but yeah. Friday was iconic. We all we can all talk the movie. You're not gonna tell me that Friday is one of the best. Isn't one of the best black I'm films. Like, where are we going with this though? Because some people would say. Do the right thing. That's so on the list. Some people would say, uh, you know, Malcolm X. Coolie High. Some people would say, Ooh, um, you know, some people, you know, nigga tell you it's going to be Belly. Oh, yeah, people, Belly's on so, my list. You know, it's like, so I would need time. Oh, find. so you don't know what your favorite black movie is? No. Oh. I've never thought about it. No, I honestly can tell you, I don't know. With my quote unquote. Oh, I thought you liked movie. The Wood. The Wood? Yeah, The Wood. I like The Wood, but that ain't my favorite black movie. I'm saying, okay, so give me a top five. Shit, I couldn't give you a top five. Boomerang would be a problem. Hmm. Okay, see? Um, now we're getting somewhere. Damn, I about that. Yeah, that's something to think about. Um. But I would say Friday is one of the best. And it was... Boomerang Friday. Boomerang was really good. That was a good film. That's a film. For me, my era, my generation, Boomerang. It don't have to be that. Like, I like old movies. I like... Like, The Color Purple would be in mine. And that's not in our generation, our era of movies. That's true, but I'm just saying, you know... Cooley High, I actually like. So that really? Was, that was, that's up there. I don't know that it's in my top five. That's what I'm saying. I got to. I think we should go back and do that. We should challenge ourselves to go back and watch the black movies 
that we, you know, grew up on, um, it is going to be hard Dude, because well, some so of them won't I'll tell you hold right up. Now, for me, do the right thing. That still holds up because it still happens. And Friday. Yeah. Or three of them. Yeah. The other two. Not best man holiday is what my I, point is. Yeah. <laughs> We just caught a little bit of Best Man Holiday today before we started recording. And I was thinking, and I even wrote this down. Black Panther would be a... Black Panther. But is that a black film? Hell yeah. Black director, black cast. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the question is, what constitutes a black film? Does the director have to be black? Or just the cast predominantly black, like top billing? Director, cast... But that's a good question because then if the production company white, then... Well, but you can't help that because a lot of the ways to get greenlit, especially back in the day, was to go do... Shit, the harder they fall here recently. Oh, yeah, the harder they fall was good, yo. Yeah. Shit. Again, not the best man. I like Django. Django would probably be in my top But see, that's not a black film because the director is Quentin Tarantino. And the cast was pretty mixed, honestly. I mean, Jamie, was Jamie Foxx top billing of Django? I, nah, I would hope uh, so. Uh, that Leonardo, doesn't make any sense. Leonardo DiCaprio was top billing. Are you serious? Yeah. But how is the movie name, named Django his then? His name might have been third or fourth. No. Uh-uh. That is crazy because yeah. how could you do that? Yeah, Jamie Foxx wasn't top billing on Django. It's called Django Unchained. How could he not be? He was not top Wow. It was it was Leo? Shit. Samuel might have came before him. Damn. I mean, you think of the sequence and the order of the names as they appear? Um, I don't think Jamie Foxx was the top. I would have. He might have been in the top three, but I think, like, Leonardo DiCaprio came before him. Wow. And, so I think it was Leo, then him. I don't think he was... One, I think he was two. Yeah, but he was. Um, I mean, I guess. Well, here it says top cast Jamie Foxx, and then him. He's a big guy, Christoph. So I think Waltz. when you watch the movie, I think it was Leo, him, Chris Waltz, and then Jamie Foxx and Carrie Washington. I go, I go by when you watch the movie, the names that come up. Uncle Baby Billy was in that. I knew he was from something. <laughs> Uncle Baby. Uncle Baby Billy. You know, that is the funny thing about black people, right? We will call somebody. Well, I will. They, whatever their most memorable character Whoa. is, that's what they're going to be. So, Idris Elba is Stringerville. Coming to America will be up there for me. Yeah. Again, is that a black film? I guess we could call that a black film. Yeah. There's not many because, again, we're just not getting chances. Of course, we're going to put Get Out on there now. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that considered a black film? What? I guess the, if the director's black and the story what? is about that, it centers around that, then you can say it's a black film. Possibly. But, but the reason why I said all that is because I was very troubled which is why I can't say this is like a top, top movie for me. By the betrayal, the portrayal, sorry, of 
like Jordan's character in the movie. Mm. Like, I would just wrote down, I'm like successful and in love. So why Jordan was like always touted, even on the first one as, oh, she's so successful. Oh, she's amazing. She's doing her thing. But yet she, they wrote it to where she couldn't find a man. And the only man that she could get or wanted was somebody who was already taken. It's like, why'd they have to do her like that? And then Nia, being that, you know, she was getting her swerve on and stuff, and she ended up, quote-unquote, with a man. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What? She wasn't getting her swerve on. And, again, Nia was a very genuine, beautiful character. But the... The way my vantage point of Nia was that she was like this strong force who ended up letting this guy take her down a pig so she could be the housewife and not be successful. And that's like the revered character as far as like the writer's perception. Anybody who was a, had their own mind if you notice in the cast of the friends, they were manless or, you know, they couldn't keep nobody. So what's her name? What's, what's her name? The one that was with the uh, merch. Mm-hmm. They did her like that. Like she don't deserve love because she demands what she wants. She was crazy. She was a little crazy, but also they didn't have to do her character like that. There's plenty of merchants out there that she could have dated. Why that would have just been fine. Why does she have to control him? Well, because that's the dynamic. There's a balance that's going to happen in a relationship. So it doesn't matter whether it's the male or the female. The balance is the balance. And it's going to balance itself out. People are going to sure. have strengths and weaknesses. And they'll, those things are going to come through. It, that's just how it is. So I was like, damn... Then it was kind of like some reverse when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl shit because then Jordan had to get a white boy. Now, that's not the only movie that happened then. Well, I mean, y'all say The Rock is black, so I guess I can't count why did I get married, but like how Janet Jackson met the racially ambiguous guy and that's the only way she could find love. It was like, wait a minute, so Jordan couldn't find a successful black man to take her. The only person that was strong enough to deal with Jordan would be a white guy? Yeah, because she wasn't a high quality woman because she wasn't submissive. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. This is what this shit looks like on screen. So you wonder why people think like this. They've been showing it to us for years. When did that movie come out? For 100 years. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, it's like, just think about that for a second. Everybody in the movie theater was like, okay, Jordan. Now, why is it? Oh, wait, Best Man Holiday came out. Yeah. So, maybe 10 years later, I think. Was it? Yeah, I feel like it was like a 10-year, maybe two. That was more than that, 2013. Damn, yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's like, why did Jordan finally have to settle on a white guy? That's all. 
I just wonder why in these shows. I mean, my God, it, it it's just crazy. Because when a woman has standards and expectations from a man, there's no way she's gonna be able to date inside her race. How come? That's that's the that's that's, that's not say. true. Gabrielle Union, I feel like, is a strong force, and she found and somebody. Everybody thinks what they think about the white. And guess what? They're happy. So who gives a damn? These are loser people who have nothing else to do with their lives. Why would you be mad at black love? It's crazy that nobody wants to like love black love anymore. You gonna find? Yeah, well, she. I bet she. I bet he gay, or I bet you know what I'm saying. It's gotta be something like that. It can't be that they just work. Like, that's not fair. It's really not. It's just like when Jay-Z and Beyonce, people have to say what they say about them. It's like, dang, y'all just really don't want black love to work. Why? Because you don't want it to work? Because you want to have your whatever preference you have? It's okay. Because your parents had black love and they made you. So it's okay to up champion black love even if it's not you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. Like, you don't have to hate on it. It doesn't make any sense. But it, it but it is scary. I, I did notice that in the rewatch because that movie kind of gets on my nerves. Just because it's, again, too high emotion. I, I am not that person. Give me a horror film. I don't want to sit here and cry that someone's died. It's too much. Because it's too real. Like, we gonna do that in real life. Why do I want to be entertained by that? But I guess some people, it's... What's the word? It's therapeutic. Yeah. Because that movie is a downer. Like, so you're gonna tell me the fairy tale wedding ends with this person dying young like that? Because she was not 50. She wasn't even 50 yet. And she was out of here leaving little kids behind. That's what y'all think entertaining is? Okay. Just let, let me watch a slasher. Let me see somebody neck get uh, slid from ear to ear. I'd rather watch that. But I think you you like the best man movies, don't you? Yeah, I don't have a problem with him. I just don't understand this whole one of the best. Like, who says that? Yeah, it's not one of the best of the black films. Like, don't get me twisted. I I like the first best man. Like, I, I, I loved it. it, when it oh came my god! Uh, I think I liked I it because we were young. Holiday, but it's not like one of the greatest black movies ever. Like, it's a great. You know, I, I could put it in maybe top 20, top 30 or something. Top 20, yeah, top 15. But, yeah, top, it's not even in my top five, even a, even, even a little bit. Yeah, I would put top five in my top five before I put that in there. The Chris, Chris Rock, Rock movie. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> I almost said that movie. So, yeah, it's just, you know, niggas might be. New Jack City. Niggas top five might be Medea movies, and then the fifth one is fucking. Uh, the best man holiday. That's just, <laughs> that's just not me. There's nothing wrong with that if that's with the I art you want to consume. I ain't fucking with Byron. And don't get me wrong. I say that. But, but we watched it. We enjoyed the Diary of a Mad yeah. Black Woman. 
Fam, a family that praise was wait, really good. I wait for her to close that door and turn around so that dude slap the shit out of her. And what? You're sitting there like, man, what the fuck just happened? Which movie? Diary of a. Uh, he didn't. Bad he Bad didn't slap anybody. Your boy, the the, the dude uh, that knocked the papers over and set it off. He did all that swinging. Oh, and just knocked over like a sheet that of paper. was not. That was a. Uh, that wasn't that movie. That's Family Reunion you're well, talking about. Like, well, that one. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I uh, watched him. I beat the Underwood. Under, yeah, him. I can't Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood. Like, yeah, you know, I, you know. I'm not saying that I have an issue with it. It's like, you know. you know. How so I, you like you, that part? I don't like the part. I think that it was fucking hilarious. I think it was it's over like, the top. How did they fucking... How did people not laugh at that scene? Like it's not it was funny. Supposed to be serious, but it's just like it was too much. You let this nigga you d- slap you, right. him, and you he slapped you with a good perm, dude. <laughs> I know you bigger than him. Fight back, right? Use Bob and use your weave. I just you know because you know some people think you know you black you're supposed to carry it a certain kind of way, and I'm just like yeah, I just like this shit. I mean, it it is honest. People go through that. I don't watch shit just because I'm black. I watch shit because yeah, it's good. I know. Fuck what y'all talking about. Yeah. If that's how you define your blackness, congratulations. I mean, look at me. There's no way I can not be black. The so way I carry I, myself. I can look at what I want to. The way I carry myself, <laughs> I'm black. So exactly. just because I watch a movie, it don't make me any less black. Mm-hmm. But some people, you know, they, they feel that way. I'm just not that person. We do need Music, to support movie, black films. So. And I will watch every last one of them and give them ratings, whether I like it or not. But if I'm having an honest conversation about what I like, yeah, hell, I think Pete Holmes is one of the greatest comedians ever. Yeah. I put him over some black comedians. That don't make it any, that don't make Let it me any guess. black. Uh, what's his name? I can't, Hannibal. Hannibal Birds. Exactly. So, <laughs> and that a black person alive should like Hannibal Birds. And again, what he did wasn't wrong, but it's just like my guy. What he did was wrong in the sense that you threw another black man under the bus to prepare. I have himself. a question: If there's no internet, no phone, camera phones, you not. You that's why they that. don't fucking you let helped. you have camera phones you in helped. these things. You help them tear down Bill Cosby. No. A comedian? So wait, we taking comedians' words as weight now? Apparently, they used that shit to get that nigga. No, they were already. I, got it. After I feel like that was a warning. They was after Bill Cosby because he wanted that. Nigga. I feel like that was a warning. They already had the wheels turning, cause things don't happen that fast. Think about it, brother Ru. That shit was already happening by no, the they scenes. Use, they use cancel culture to take. Uh, Bill Cosby down, but they use an old Hannibal Burris clip to do it. But just think about what cancel culture is and what we talking about. They, we all they know that the Karens are running cancel culture. Yeah, we're not gonna no. act like the Karens, Karens are running, running cancel nope. cancel culture. Now, when motherfuckers want to talk about Illuminati shit, that's some Illuminati shit. The cancel culture is targeting people. Yeah, to fucking knock them down. And I think it's the camera. It started, started with the think Me Too this. movement. No, think about it. It started with the Me Too. You know it's targeted because why is that that lady that owned the uh, Atlanta Dream? Yeah, able to go to a white nationalist uh, um, um, event events and shit and not get in trouble. 
But yeah, but they'll tell the right white white race and all this shit. But this bitch ain't lose her team. Like, come on, man. I got one better. Shit is targeted. I got one better for you, and I heard somebody say this. I can't remember who. I think it was the the read. I listened to the read. They were talking about the Whoopi Goldberg situation, right? She shouldn't have been suspended. But listen, you want to know why she shouldn't have been suspended? Because there was a lady on there that all she did was talk shit about black people, and that bitch never had to sit down. No. What's her name? Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah. That hoe never had to sit down. She was straight up racist every time something came out her mouth, and nobody said a word. They're like, well, that's her opinion. So, again, here we go. But if it's your cool. opinion is negative about Asians or Jewish people, you got to go sit your well, ass down. Well, because they... Or, or, yeah. or, or the LGBT, you got to go sit your ass down. But bro. black people, and they'll pick the that's stupid the thing, black shit to get mad about. That's the I think that black people and white people should unite on. You got to be either black or white for it, oh, for, white, it white okay, for it to be okay for you to be talked about. But if you anybody outside of that, you protect it. Yeah. Well, and honestly, Dave Chappelle was protected when he talked about the gays. Uh, Dave Chappelle is in the room. But it doesn't matter whether he said anything wrong. If y'all just plugging people off, why was Dave Chappelle okay? And I like Dave Chappelle, because but the Dave point Chappelle is, y'all canceling everybody else for you the same shit? You can't cancel somebody that went away. He said what he said and then dropped the mic. He gonna wait a little bit, let the heat die down. And then he he still back. have a deal with Netflix. Yeah, but he ain't dropping nothing. He waiting for the shit to die down, and then he gonna come back. All I'm saying is, it, it, like shows like The View, you can't pick one view, and that's a problem shit. if somebody it's, else says something it's different. It's not called views. True, it is the view. You right about, and who in the audience? It ain't us. Yeah. So you right, but again, white women, white women are the curators of what culture is, but they get mad at us and they look at us wrong, like, oh they my God, y'all want to be equal and shit. No, they don't them motherfuckers enough, is the one running this shit. They don't get enough credit and they don't get enough uh, responsibility for the amount of control they have in society. Yeah, they, are not they act like. Oh, we didn't do it. They are not minorities like you are led to believe. Because even when they couldn't vote, they still was voting. Yeah. Well, because they had their man woman, voting, doing yeah, their bid. A woman has the utmost influence on a man. Mm-hmm. No matter what a, a motherfucking dude tell you, his woman will influence him. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to hear her name. You got to be a downright dog. Or just... Don't a, give a shit. You know, just somebody who don't care. For a woman to not empty your, your, and I say woman mm-hmm. because I ain't, it ain't necessarily got to be your significant other. It could be your mama. Yeah. It could be your sister. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, no. I never considered them to be not minorities because they influenced the people who supposedly had the majority. But the weird thing about the whole thing and what was scary to it's me is how they wash their hands. So, all of them voted for Trump and then jumped and went to a women's rally. Mm-hmm. Like they was against him. Mm-hmm. But you're not against him because you voted for him. So, some can play naive, some or naive. 
And sadly, that's why he was winning. It's more women in this world. I say the same thing about black women. Black women have more power than they thought. Well, no, we don't. Yeah, they did. Their power got them killed, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, that was the difference. Black women had power because when you was along with them little white kids, you had the opportunity to change their mind frame, but that's why well, they, they got did. killed and got, got moved around. They did. The problem is they the problem is they were influencing them. So they humanized them. And that's the problem. When they humanized, so I actually talked to somebody in 2003, and it was mind-blowing to me. They were, I don't even know how the fuck we got on this, but they were talking about, oh, my nana or my mama, whoever the black lady maid was, used to make me grits and this, and I miss her so much. So the problem is the black people were a commodity and just somebody... Watching their kids, who they, by the way, don't give a fuck about. White people don't really give a shit about their kids. I don't fight me, <laughs> whatever. They don't care. Because the they don't care. That's why they would. So as much as they hated black people, why is you leaving your kid? You, they, we were breastfeeding their children. Now, yeah, we dirty, right? That's what they say. We dirty as fuck. Why the fuck was my titties feeding your child? You did you know that? Yes. So anyway. You serious right now? Yes. First of all, yes, I knew that. Because you're looking at me like you didn't. Second of all, I'm just shocked that you're taking this stance. But go ahead. But anyway, so that back in the after, so remember, go in, go in. Remember the help that era. So you see how the kids were loving those people because those was the people that gave them attention and love. Because their parents wasn't doing that. And that was the people that was cooking their meals. Helping them with their homework. Hell, they were spending more time with these little white kids than their own children. So, yes, that generation maybe out, like, a little bit older than us. Maybe mid-50s. All of them fuck with black people. And fuck with black people food. Because that's what they was eating. Now, these new ones, you know... Because black people actually wanted, you know, to be treated fairly and compensated fairly, they started getting Hispanic people to watch their kids. But if you watch that, even that on, uh, what movie were we watching? They was like, don't be teaching my kids Spanish. Little motherfucker, Yo, you have wow. an immigrant teaching, feeding your child. Uh, oh, the purge. The purge forever. He was like, I don't want you teaching my kids that. And they were like, we love such and such. So they don't like that. Because now, guess what? When your kids vote, they're going to vote in the interest of human rights. Not in the interest of white supremacy, which is what they want to keep. It's like, that's what's crazy about it. But... That's why black women don't have any power. Because the power we could have had, we gave it up for money. Because they, we got to keep this job. You know, Miss Miss such and such treat me wrong. And I got to do all this with her kids. But this is all I can do. 
Yeah, it, it just became about money, and that's when why we don't have power. <clears throat> the sad thing is black men have more power, but they know how to break a black man down easier. Like, <clears throat> his, oh, Becky likes you now. You have, you're successful, so Becky likes you. You don't have to worry about being mad no more because your family's white now. You don't have to worry. But black women don't do that. Both ways. Serena Williams, Venus Williams. She don't do that though. Why she don't? She just started bleaching her skin, and either she's outright bleaching her skin, or she's lightening her skin in photos. Well, let me look at that. Maybe she just got a dermatologist. Uh, she went to Charlemagne the God route. Yeah, cause he got a dermatologist, yeah. and he started drinking water. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> let that be. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I don't know where we were going with that, but I just think that we're not going to have the power. Dang. Okay, well, this the lighting of the picture, and I don't like it. Why would they do that? So she just do that on her pictures? Maybe they need to get her a better um, foundation that matches her skin. But she was so. Hold on. She got to stop using. The I light. got a question. She got to stop using the lighter one. That looks like Beyonce. That's her. Jesus. She been around being a man. Okay, Serena. She like Beyonce right there. But I have a question. I don't I think she was ever my color. So what are you saying? She was always brown skin. She wasn't that goddamn light. I don't know. Then, like she did something to her nose. Or she, okay. She contours. Yeah, she. <laughs> what you know about a contour? I know that that bitch be doing something. Oh my god! What do you know? Her and her sister. I haven't seen Venus in quite a while. Well. Maybe they just been staying in the house. They both are brown skinned people. I don't see what that. In that picture, they was brown skinned because Bizarre was like, "Nah, y'all niggers, we not gonna let you lighten yourself." That's the lighting. She got if she yeah. got one of them lights on her phone. She used a whole bunch of lights. Yeah. If I did that with a light right now, it would do the same thing. She makes sure she keep a whole bunch of light. Mm-hmm. And it's because her hair is blonde, so. Blonde hair kind of lightens your skin anyway. Like, it makes you come off lighter than you are. Mm-hmm. But that was random. <clears throat> I mean, anything else to say about that topic? Nope. I just think that it's not fair that Jordan had... I'm glad that they redeemed her and let her, quote-unquote, find love. Whatever that means. But... Why, why, oh, why did it have to be so hard for her just because she's successful? Because uh, high quality woman. Oh my god, has to be look here. <laughs> Kevin That's why I ain't saying nothing because I already gave you the answer. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and on that note, I'm done with you for today. Um, this has been the Blair Perspective Podcast. We promise we'll start being more consistent um, with the recording. I have been in school, so, yeah, it's not done yet, but it is, it's a lot, but I'm going to make sure to be more consistent. 
So, rate, review, subscribe. Speaking of Cardi B, I mean, movie deals, everything else. I don't think anything anybody can say about her could stop her. She was in Fast and the Furious. So, why is she focusing on this one blogger? That's what I'm saying. My, if you stay, stay booked and busy, I don't understand why you're mad. Why you went through in ways like juror's time. Court, they said something about me. The shit she they doing. said something about me. The shit she doing is what you see happen to people when they try to discredit them before the big shit come out. It's yeah. Like that, bit, that girl, Tasha K, whatever her well, name is, she must be sitting her. on some, something major. Right. And so she was trying that to get wasn't even anything that flinched me. And discredit her before she could just drop this bombshell. And it's like, but all you have you to do is say it's a lie. All you have to do is say it's a lie. You do what Michael Jackson used to say too. That's ignorant. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. Well, anyway, it's been a Blair Perspective podcast. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Ruby. Peace out.